good morning. This is City Church Together for Thursday, September 24th. We are going to finish our time in Isaiah 55 this morning as we um, meditate and prepare to pray this morning. So I'll read Isaiah 55, uh, verse 12 and 13. Isaiah writes, You will indeed go out with joy and be peacefully guided. The mountains and the hills will break into singing before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush, a cypress will come up. And instead of the briar, a myrtle will come up. This will stand as a monument for the Lord, an everlasting sign that will not be destroyed. And that is the word of the Lord from Isaiah 55. What struck me when I read this, we begin to meditate here on these verses. Um, what caught my eye was in verse 13, the thorn bush, the cypress, the briar, and the myrtle. Um, the swapping out of those things, the thorn bush, instead of the thorn bush, a cypress, instead of a briar, a myrtle. Um, and I think for me, um, as I read through this, that section of it um, has the most impact. But let's start back in verse 12 as we think this morning and meditate on these verses. Um, remember where we've come in the last couple of days. Um, we started in Isaiah 55 with an invitation to God's table. Um, an invitation to be satisfied, an invitation to sort of swap over um, spending all of our resources on things that don't satisfy and to coming to a table of full satisfaction in a relationship, a connection, an attachment to God that is um, that is free, is without price. Um, and then we have the call to seek the Lord while he may be found, um, to repent, let the wicked one abandon his way, the sinful one his thoughts, return to the Lord so that the Lord can have compassion. So it's all, it, it's all very, very positive. Um, and, and then, of course, um, the reason for that is because the reason that God offers such grace and forgiveness and compassion and does a crazy thing like offers all of the satisfaction and refreshment in a relationship with him at no cost to us um, is because he thinks better and higher than we think. And and the fact is, he says that, you know, my word doesn't return empty. In other words, I'm going to make these promises to you to bind myself to this loving kindness, this goodness, this has said, this attachment kind of love that deeply cares for you. So then at the end of this is our response to this, the, the promise of the response. Once you realize this, once you participate in this, once his promise and his word awakens you to God's love, um, and once you start to participate in this coming to the table um, of this relationship with God where he satisfies you where other things have not, um, it says that you will indeed go out with joy and be peacefully guided or guided into peace, shalom. Um, I, I'm thinking about when I read that about um, right relationships, that's the, that's the picture that peace ought to have for you. Um, right relationships with man, um, uh, with humans, other humans, right relationships with creation, 
That's a that's a big theme in scripture that um, that cr- all of creation was broken and now there is a strain between humans and creation. Um, there is a, a strain and a brokenness in our relationship. We tend to hide from one another and cover up from one another and 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 not be honest. Um, we tend to try to use other people. We become consumers of both creation instead of uh, and other people instead of cultivators sowing life into them. But this says you will go out with joy. In other words, you're satisfied. And you will be peacefully guided. So um, it is the presence of God, this relationship of God that is going to guide us into right relationships with man and creation. And then he speaks about creation next. The mountains and the hills, it's a sound of music. The hills are alive with a sound of music. The mountains and hills will break into singing before you. Um, And all the trees of the fields will clap their hands. So we have now a personification of nature. So this is this is giving the big idea of God as uh, of everything as made to praise God, everything in participation in the glory of God. And then we have this metaphor instead of the thorn bush is still staying on the the nature and creation, instead of the thorn bush a cypress will come up and instead of a briar, a myrtle will come up. Um, now, of course, when I think biblically about thorns, I immediately go back to um, Genesis three, and the same thing with briar. So this is a this is a couplet. In other words, thorn bush and cypress is the same as briar and myrtle. They are they are representing similar ideas in Hebrew pro- poetry. Um, but thorn, I go back to Genesis three, and I think about the curse. Um, I think about in the New Testament. Um, Paul, the apostle Paul's thorn in the flesh that was on one hand a messenger of Satan, on the other hand used by God to keep Paul in a a humble position as God was revealing all these beautiful things to him. He didn't want Paul to get a, 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 you know, a big head about it. And so he allowed this messenger of Satan. So something that is a... Um, and that is a curse, of course. Thorns and briars, or or, um, or brambles, uh, they come up in a um, in a very dry setting. Um, they they symbolize death and and drought. Um, and then on the cross, you have the crown of thorns on Jesus's head. So, death, drought, sin, curse, messenger of Satan. All of these are word pictures when we think about the scriptures as a whole that come up. And that those things, if you come to God's table and if you are satisfied in a relationship with God, he says, those things will be replaced with um, the cypress and the myrtle. And so the cypress is, um, in ancient cultures, represented healing. Um, it was evergreen, so it represented eternal life. Um, they are, uh, Cyprus is a tree that's able to endure very harsh climates and, and, um, poor, uh, soil conditions. And so, uh, think of the Psalm one tree that, um, that stays rooted to an underground stream. And so no matter what happens around it, or no matter what falls from the sky, that it will, the Cypress will remain, um, evergreen and and fruit producing uh, which reminds me of Habakkuk chapter 3 though there is no fruit on the vine yet I will praise the Lord um, so this is a cypress kind of life when everything is dry and and it looks like you can't thrive a person who is attached to God uh, who is coming to his table who is satisfied by uh, his living water who is growing 
uh, and maturing through his milk and who is looking forward to the to the celebration with his wine. Um, you will be like a cypress in dry times. And then a myrtle is a tree that has um, uh, that has really big, beautiful blossoms, has a very strong root system. And uh, a myrtle can be can be cut down to a stump and it will still very quickly um be, begin to sprout again, which reminds me of what Isaiah says about um, the root um, of Jesse that will um, spring up. At, um, you get the picture of the eagle. I can't remember what chapter it's in. Eagle coming and picking off the sprig and um, then the tree grows back. So it's this picture of renewal of new life that is also um, evident of death and re- resurrection in the New Testament. Um, so a myrtle has a very strong root system with beautiful fruit. And of course, that is what we learn from scripture um, is that that deep roots that go deep into the um you know, the subterranean stream of Psalm 1 of meditating on the word of God, that produces this kind of person who is fruitful in drought. Um, I remember um, on the podcast, Lauren Donahue several weeks ago shared about the, speaking of Sound of Music, that's probably, I sung that song, it's probably why I'm thinking about her, um, but she shared about the Sound of Music and the um, Edelweiss, Edelweiss, right, that flower, Um so that that's the same idea that it sprout that it it blooms even in even in harsh conditions and this is what the promise is from Isaiah 55 this is the when you come to the lord's table when you seek the lord while he may be found when you abandon as the wicked we abandon our way and as the sinful we abandon our own thoughts and we move to these higher thoughts of the lord which are saturated with grace and mercy and forgiveness and loving kindness and hesed attachment love you will go out with joy and be peacefully guided you will be like a myrtle and a cypress and then at the end this okay the fact that you're changed over from a, a thorn, a representative dry, death, unsatisfied, to you know a, a cypress or a myrtle, deep roots soaking up, producing fruit and beauty. Just that, that fact that, that when you become that in verse 12, it says you will stand, um, this will stand as a monument for the Lord, an everlasting sign that will not be destroyed. We ourselves, the people of God, refreshed by God, we become, because of those blossoms that are coming out from our connection with the God, we become a sign to people of the faithfulness and goodness of the Lord. And that's where Isaiah ends, is that we, the people of God, refreshed by him, will be the monument to him that, that um, sing his praises like the, like the mountains and the hills are doing here. What an encouraging, encouraging truth. And so let's meditate on that and let's turn that into a prayer as, as we pray for this refreshment to happen again and again and again in us and that as we become these monuments to others that they will come to the table, that they will seek the Lord while he may be found. Let's be silent and pray. Our Father, thank you for this beautiful gift of Isaiah 55. We 
we can have a lot to say about Bible passages that confuse us and Bible passages that we read that make us feel like you are angry. We don't find that in Isaiah 55. We find you an invitational God who seeks to satisfy us and will turn that to your glory. So thank you for this encouragement. And now may we live it. May we come often to the table. May we, in some senses, live at the table. Father, for anyone listening who is not seeking the Lord while he may be found, will you cause them to abandon their way, return to the Lord so that you can have compassion on him and freely forgive. Right now, Holy Spirit, do that. Now, Father, we will go out today with joy, knowing that we are guided into peace by you. Make our lives like the cypress and the myrtle, not like the thorns and the briars today. Let us give beauty off to others as we dwell on your goodness to us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.